Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money Thursday here, VSIN, the sports betting network, as we welcome you in. Hope you're having a nice week. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, downtown Fremont Street there, Bar Canada at the D. I'll get to the boys in just a second. It's a busy day today on the show, of course. Busy time of the year, October 26, as we head into November. Uh, week eight kicks off tonight. Two teams coming off losses. Tampa Bay at Buffalo tonight. Buffalo is a confounding team, boys. Top five in offense, top five in defense, yet probably should have lost to the Giants. And here we are against a Buccaneer team kind of coming in banged up. Questions at quarterback, of course, Baker Mayfield. You take a look at the number. Buffalo opened eight and a, five, eight and a half over at DraftKings. DraftKings is sitting nine. You've got other shops sitting nine and a half and as a matter of fact right where the boys are sitting they're sitting 10 so that's a big discrepancy once you get to 10 into doubles uh starts to become a different story so nine we're showing but where the boys are shit boys are sitting watch your mouth dustin showing a 10 okay also two nba games coming up tonight what's up philly at milwaukee james harden was told you can stay in philadelphia we don't want you and phoenix i'm all shot told you he likes them in the West yesterday. Today, they're here next to me in Los Angeles. Got college football as well. 11 games on the ice. So that's where we start, boys. Welcome to the show. How we doing, Amal Shaw? Feeling pretty good. I can't believe last night I watched an entire NBA game, watched the Spurs Mavericks game, and uh, I'll tell you what, wasn't too disappointed in terms of Victor Webanyama. I would love to get your guys' thoughts on his debut and what you guys thought, but you know, Patrick, I said take him at 12 to 1 to win Defensive Player of the Year. The one thing that's not going to get categorized and that's going to be a problem for him, this guy alters shots that guys don't take. And I wish there was a category for it because he is a tough guy to shoot over. Yeah, I was also watching said game. And as the kids say, Amal and Dustin, he started to cook in the fourth because he sat for much of the game with foul trouble. We'll get to Wemby, who's just an athletic freak and just obviously a physical freak. The big guy uh, with the potty mouth. We say hi to Dustin Sweetelson. What's cracking? I'm confused today. What's up? Uh, So the shirt I'm wearing, you know, sometimes Uh I button the button here on the collar you know, to make the collar look a certain way. But I never know if you're supposed to do that or not. Like, do you know what the proper move is when you have those buttons? I feel like they wouldn't put the buttons on the shirt if you weren't supposed to use them. But sometimes it changes the whole look and dynamic of the shirt because then the collar sits like this and I look like a priest the whole show. Well, with all that's happening across the world, it certainly is a pressing issue. Um, I'm not sure what to do with this specifically for the radio audience, but I'll defer to the fashionista, and that is Amal Shaw. 
Uh, let's save everybody time. Let's button it. Let's keep it moving. Thank you, Kenneth Cole. <laughs> button up, big guy. I have noticed, although you have been going to the gym, we give you credit. You got a trainer. You went last night at 6 p.m. Props to the big guy. One thing I have noticed, you've been wearing black a lot. Slimming? <laughs> yes? Yeah, it's uh, You find out how fat you really are when you're in the gym. I'm trying to button the shirt as I do this. Uh, you find out how fat you are when you're in the gym and they have the mirrors everywhere. I'd prefer mirrors in my bedroom like that, but unfortunately, the only time I get it's at the gym. And you see angles that you've never experienced before, and you just realize how bad it is. That is why there has been more black mixed in this week. <laughs> well, congratulations. Uh, a good start to the show for Dustin Sweetelson, no doubt. Steve Tasker is going to join the former Bills All-Pro. Speaking of the Bills, Josh Applebaum, our buddy, VEASAN betting analyst, will join. Brennan White is back. DraftKings U.S. trading team lead. Brennan's been a hit here on the show every week, straight from DraftKings in the trading floor. Bill Bender does a great job covering college football. He's going to join as well. Boys, he, here's where I want to start, and then we'll move on to the football. Uh, tomorrow, Amal Shaw, and we talked about it extensively yesterday. It's a World Series. The more I think about it, the more I'm kind of getting into it, and and that is Arizona, of course, and Texas. So the Diamondbacks and the Rangers underway in Arlington, where you covered sports for a long time. They're right outside of Dallas. Uh, we're going to have Gallon on the bump for the Snakes, and the Rangers are going to throw Avaldi, Of course, Montgomery, that was the question yesterday. However, he did throw a couple of innings on Monday. Texas, Avaldi last through on Sunday, so they're going normal rest here. DraftKings right now is showing Texas $1.66, and then Arizona with Gallon coming back the other way, plus 140 I was torn because I, I like the upstart D-backs. I like their speed. I like the manufacturing runs. It's a team that won, what, 86 games, 84 somewhere in their regular season, kind of a team that is ahead of schedule, almost like the Orioles this year, yet they exceeded expectations, winning six and seven. And that was the more I thought about it after the program yesterday, boys, I don't know how the Phillies are ever going to get over those two losses. Like for a franchise that's that proud. This was about the D-backs advancing because we have to talk about numbers on a sports betting show. But that was a worse loss for the Phillies and it was a great win for the D-backs. We can have some fun with that. And then Amal, this is where I'll get to. Yesterday, we talked, it's kind of taking the baseball world by storm. That is Mad Dog Chris Russo. Even the D-backs players were chanting Mad Dog because he said he was going to retire if the D-backs won game six and seven at the bank. Well, of course, shtick, he didn't retire, and that's the story. However, he did say yesterday while he was watching game seven, of course, the D-backs in Philly, do you know who texted him during the sixth inning and said, are you getting nervous? yet. I'm going to let you both take a chance. Now, again, Mad Dog Radio TV legend. He said he's going to retire if the D-backs won game six and seven. Game seven at Philly, this person texted him, are you nervous yet? While he was watching the game. I wanted, wanted to say, shot? I wanted to say Tori Lovello, but I don't think he would do that in the middle of the game. It just sounds from, from, the, from the dugout. Yeah, That's not, that is not a terrible guess because the two of them are close. I'll give you credit there. That's ingenuity. It wasn't Terry Lovello. I'm going to go with someone who I know likes to poke a little fun at times and I know has a relationship with the mad dog. I, this is a weird one. Did Michael Lombardi text him? Could have been. Mr. Lombardi, who does Fridays with, of course, dog during the football season. It was not my former partner, Mr. Lombardi. So we've officially come to this show is a Rangers house. It was already because Amal knows people in the area. Amal Shaw knows oh. people. He was going to be pulling for the Rangers. This show has officially become a Rangers house. I, think I, I thought I was this. into the D-backs, but I'm going to tell you something right now. Because this dude, who we already knew was one of the best guys in all of sports, because this dude won three championships <laughs> with the Giants, because this dude <laughs> is sitting there waiting with the Rangers in Arlington for the winner of the D-backs in Phillies. This dude is so regular. Bruce Bochy 
texted Mad Dog, are you nervous yet about the game between the D-backs and Phillies as he waited for the D-backs or Phillies to come play his Rangers in Arlington in the World Series? This has officially become an overwhelming Rangers house. How about that? That's a great job by Bochy. It's fantastic. It just goes to show you probably why he's had so much success from a personality and disposition standpoint. Never gets takes anything too seriously. I mean, you got a guy who's sitting there watching that game going, okay, in about three innings or in 12, excuse me, in nine outs, I'm going to be facing off against one of these teams. He's as chill as can be. He's like, hey, doggy, are you worried about your career? It It is. I was so excited to hear that because like Amal just said, you'd think of a manager in 2023 huddled around with a bunch of kids from UCLA and laptops talking about advanced <laughs> analytics. My man is posted up probably two whiskeys deep. He's got a World Series game to play on Friday. He's hitting up a radio show during the game. Are you nervous yet? That is, that's an incredible job by Bruce Bochy. Bruce Bochy, if he was connected to an EKG machine during during game seven of a game he was managing in, they would think the machine was broken because it would just be like this the whole time. Yeah, he is. Pretty good. And I was thinking about him too. He's 68 years old. The three championships that we've kind of outlined with the Giants and what makes him obviously an automatic Hall of Famer as a manager, Amal, what's fascinating is those Giants teams were much different than this Rangers team. So it really shows how dynamic he is because, you know, that was, you know, led by pitching and Buster Posey, but they weren't a lot of stars on the three championships, if you really think about it. And this Rangers team is very much the opposite. It is a deep slugging lineup. Oh, you're absolutely right. When you think about this, this team was third to last in uh, baseball in terms of stolen bases, but they were tied with the Minnesota Twins at the third from the top in terms of home runs hit. You mentioned it, 233 during the regular season. We saw what Adolis Garcia did during the postseason. Corey Seager's capabilities, Marcus Simeon, uh, all of these guys in this lineup. You're absolutely right. A different style. You had an absolute dude, Madison Bumgarner. You were going to give him the ball. You had that great battery mate with Buster Posey. But then a lot of you look at the two Brandons on those teams, Brandon Belt, Brandon Crawford, guys that were good and could contribute in various ways, but not elite superstars by any stretch. And I think this team has been built kind of up the middle. You look at it, the two uh, catalysts, you know better than anybody what a dynamic duo at second and short to be Trammell and Whitaker. And you've got that here with Simeon and Seager, maybe not defensively, but offensively elite players. And I think Bruce Bochy's disposition, his temperament has helped this team in so many different ways. And to go into game seven, think about it, guys, similar situation, but I, I thought you summarized it perfectly, Patrick, when you came on. You said Philly has to re- live with the fact they lost it. I thought Texas went to Houston and took it. No disrespect to the Arizona Diamondbacks, but it just felt like a different scenario the way the Rangers approached and what they did offensively. Totally agree. And as we go to break, we'll come back a little NBA over at VEASAN.com. They've got great stats if you're looking to bet the NBA. But just quickly, do either of you know where Bruce Bochy is from? Melbourne, Florida. I know he went to Florida State, so somewhere in Ocala, Florida. He went to Brevard Community College. Oh. Does Napoleon Bonaparte ring true? Bruce Bochy's a Frenchman. He's hanging out with Jean Goulet in France. And then Amal Shaw is correct. He was raised and graduated from high school in Melbourne, Florida. But you're from where you were born, and Bochy is from France. What? Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hello, 
America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on vSIN, the sports betting network. DraftKings tonight, of course, $5. Get you $200 instantly in bonus bets. You can bet on the Buffalo Bills hosting Tampa Bay tonight. For new customers, use that promo code SHARP, S-H-A-R-P. Of course, every day at DraftKings, a no-sweat, same-game parlay. DraftKings, the crown is yours. We welcome you back. I'm all Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. Of course, we do have Thursday Night Football to kick off Week 8 tonight in Buffalo. The crowd's going to be awesome. We know this with Bills Mafia. Here comes Tampa Bay to talk about it and NFL and Bills legend T- Steve Tasker joins us the all pro WGR sports radio 550 host at Steve Tasker 89 on Twitter and as we say hi Mr. D- Steve Tasker thank you so much and I, I want to start here having lost two of three that sandwich game against the Giants could have been a loss what's the mood right now around the Bills and the chatter amongst the fans yeah, the fans are kind of panicking. They don't like when their offense looks bad. Um, and this is certainly an offense that's got a big engine, but they're having trouble getting it turned over. You know, they have trouble revving it up. And it's, I think a little bit of it is, um, well, I, 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 it's hard to say what the, what it is that's doing it. I think they, they're pretty healthy, particularly up front. Their offensive line has remained healthy. Uh, Dawson Knox is not going to play this week. He's going to go on IR with a wrist injury. But Dalton Kincaid has been a really good find for them. I think what this Dawson Knox injury is going to do is force them to really try some try out some other targets. Um, Knox was a guy who was on the field a lot. I think tonight they're probably going to go a little bit lighter, go more wide receivers, uh, use Kincaid as a slot guy, spread the offense out, see if they can get a handle on the blitzing Bucks defense, which Todd Bowles likes to do that. Um, I think spreading them out will give Josh Allen a look at what they're doing. Uh, but most people of the mood are in the mood that this offense is going to be okay, but they've got to get it figured out and start making some first downs and scoring some points. Steve, when you look at the 2023 iteration of the Buffalo Bills, tell me one thing you like or love about this team. And on the flip side, what's an area you believe that they can improve upon? I think one of the things I like, um, they're really good up front offensively. Their offensive line is bigger and more athletic. It pass protects really well. I think that's something that they needed last year. Uh, Diggs is still a positive. uh, and on the other side of the ball, when they're healthy, their pass rush is elite. I mean, they can really get after it. Um, they've got a couple of guys that are nicked up. Daquan Jones hurts them a little bit. But uh, Leonard Floyd, A.J. Epinesa, Greg Rousseau, and Vaughn Miller start to take more and more snaps in these games. I think their pass rush has really been good. So up front on both sides of the ball, they've been really, really solid. Steve Tasker joining us, of course, the Bill NFL great here on Sharp Money. Help us understand the quarterback, you know, outside of Buffalo, casually watching Josh Allen. Sometimes he comes across as reckless. Steve, can you help me understand how you kind of categorize Allen at this point in his career? 
Yeah, yeah it, it's it's interesting. Baker Mayfield and Josh Allen facing off tonight. Baker was the first guy picked in that draft class that Josh Allen was in. And since that draft, 2018, these two guys have more interceptions than anybody. Josh has got 68 and Baker's got 67. Um, the difference between these two, Josh Allen scores a lot of touchdowns. And mm-hmm. the turnovers, you can live with them if he's scoring a ton of points. Uh, now, they've struggled to do that in the last three games. They haven't done too much of it. Uh, but Josh Allen's still at the top of the league in individual touchdowns. He's and he's going to get it back on track um, tonight. This game is going to go, you know, the way Josh Allen does. Um, certainly, I think they're going to try and jumpstart this offense some way, somehow. A lot of us believe that they'll probably go um, spread them, spread the, the Bucks out and let Josh Allen throw it all over the yard. They've been relying on a lot of play action, a lot more under center stuff this year and it has worked well Uh, they've been really efficient doing it but with Dawson Knox out of the lineup only one tight end who's been active and that's Dalton Kincaid Um, Quentin Morris is also down as a tight end so they're down two tight ends so logic says they're going to spread it out let Josh throw it see if they can jump start the offense with a little bit of pace maybe a little no huddle who knows uh, and try and spread the football around Steve, what's the perception of Sean McDermott? 47 and 18 over the last four regular seasons. Team looks like it's got the talent to get and win a Super Bowl. But is there pressure that's potentially mounting just based on the expectations around? Yeah, certainly when you have high expectations, the disappointment is close behind if you you don't live up to them every single game. Certainly the last three games, the Bills have not done that offensively. Defensively, they're still playing a pretty high level, although they are starting to wobble a little bit. Daquan Jones going down, Ed Oliver sitting out last week, uh, and Jordan Phillips, all three defensive tackles, Phillips with a back injury. All three of these guys were struggling to stay healthy, and they're not really 100%. Uh, Oliver's got a chance to go tonight. Jordan Phillips is back in there tonight. looks like his back is going to be fine, but Daquan Jones is going to be out for maybe eight or ten weeks. They may not get him back until the stretch run. So that has hobbled their defense. They were really good up until the point those guys started going down in the middle of that defense. But I think Sean McDermott, you ask about the perception of him, he has really built – this franchise and this team to a point where it's a contender every single week, every single year, they don't do as well as you'd like when they get into close games. Um, but they do have very few close games. They, they run out and leave people. They score a lot of points and their defense is, is good and, and well coached enough that it's hard to score on. So they're used to playing as front runners and they're really good at it. When they get into tight games, uh, and it falls to their defense, their defense has faltered. And from a defensive set head coach standpoint, that's not something you like to see. And it's something I think they have to work on. The Bills are laying nine and a half tonight to kick off week eight. Here comes Tampa, a little banged up. Steve Tasker joining us, of course, the all-pro Buffalo Bills there, WGR Sports Radio 550 host at Steve Tasker 89. So, Stephon Diggs, we know that. You just highlighted the injuries at tight end. Would you be surprised if this team made a move and added another pass catcher? A little bit, yeah. I don't think pass catcher catcher is their problem. I think defensively is where they would probably add that the, the the defense has lost four guys who are really playing at an all pro level. Tredavious White was just coming back into form from an off year last year, recovering from an ACL. Uh, Matt Milano, who was all first team all pro last year at inside linebacker, Daquan Jones, who was uh, playing extremely well at defensive tackle for them. All three of those guys are out. Um, of the lineup, um, and I think their defense really needs to be bolstered. I think they need a really strong corner from the market if they could get one. I think that's where they would go rather than getting a pass catcher. Diggs has been the focal point of defenses for all four years he's been here, this being the the third one or the fourth one. Uh, He's been the focal point of defenses all the way through, and he has remained productive. I think they like the fact that they can find him when they need him, and I think Dalton Kincaid, along with uh, guys like Trent Sherfield, and Khalil Shakir are going to start seeing more targets if defenses do find a way to take digs away. But up to this point, in the last four years, and up to this point in his fourth year, nobody has been able to stifle Steph Diggs, and he continues to get a lot of targets. 
Eagles. Steve, when you look at this team, they got a game tonight that they should be able to win against Tampa. The next week, they've got a real benchmark game in the AFC at Cincinnati. How does the perception around this organization feel right now in terms of the Bengals come into their house last year and beat them? Is this such an important game or is just that it's just another game on the schedule you got to be able to navigate? Yeah, I think it's another game on the schedule for these guys. Certainly last year and the Monday night game when DeMar Hamlin went down, that that really sucked the life out of this team. It was it was a shell. Um, this place was seemed like it was vacant of emotion for a month at the end of last season because of the DeMar Hamlin injury. And when the when they lined up again and saw the the Cincinnati Bengals across from them in that playoff game, they were emotionally used up from a month of of just absolute you know, and they just couldn't get anything done. They couldn't even practice for about a week and a half last year after the DeMar Hamlin thing. So their season was really stuck in a – you could stick a fork in it on that Monday night game in week six, week 17 of the regular season. Um, but coming back in here this year, going back down to Cincinnati, it'll be interesting to see how they react. It's a little bit it- different iteration than the defense last year for the Buffalo Bills. It's a better pass rushing team. And I think uh, depending on what happens, if anything, at the trade deadline – uh, they're going to be a, a really solid group in the safety position where they last year they were not uh, going against the top pass catchers of Cincinnati. I think this will be a better football team going into Cincinnati. Still going to be a tough game going on the road there for this club, and they've got a lot to prove. They have struggled over the last three weeks offensively, uh, and defensively they're banged up. So you really don't want to have you want to, you got to be firing on all cylinders going into Cincinnati. The mini bye week will probably help them freshen up a little bit, get a little healthier. Uh, but I don't think there's any question. I think it is a benchmark game for them going into Cincinnati. Um, even though it's just another game, it is a conference game. They're not playing extremely well in the AFC. They've dropped a couple of games already, uh, and I think they're really looking to get back on track. Um, this game tonight against Tampa Bay will tell you a lot about how they're going to play against Cincinnati. Should be a get-right spot. Steve Tasker, legend there up in Buffalo, the NFL, WGR Sports Radio 550, at Steve Tasker 89. Thanks, Steve. Enjoy the game. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you. All right, buddy. Thank you. Special teams from Mr. Tasker. He was great. You know who's special? Josh Applebaum. He's next. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, Sharp Money, VSIN, the sports betting network. Of course, our teammates over at DraftKings. On a Thursday to open up the third hour, Brennan White joins us, DraftKings U.S. trading team lead. You can find Brennan on Twitter at BrennanWhite14. And again, the streak continues of the most detailed notes in the history of television or radio. We say hi to Brennan. I'm going to start maybe off the grid a little bit. Let's start with Major League Baseball. Talk about the pricing and talk about how it turned out for you, Brennan, with this matchup with the Snakes and the Rangers. I think for interest and a betting handle, we're going to need this series to go six or seven, obviously, but let's talk about an overview of the World Series. Yeah, definitely. It could not have gone better for us in the CSs with Houston losing in seven and, and the Diamondbacks winning in seven. We got two seven game series and obviously with the Astros being our big liability, got them knocked out. I do think we're in a spot now where we're going to make up very well on most of our futures pools. But like you mentioned, this is not the matchup people were expecting or hoping for. Uh, I do think the viewership both on TV and betting interest will be down significantly. But it is a really intriguing matchup. These teams have had quite the run in the postseason. And we expect the Rangers to win. We have them currently minus 170 to win the series. Obviously, home field advantage helps there. But they're kind of a little bit better across the board except for the bullpen. Obviously, offensively, the styles are very different. The Rangers like to slug it. The Diamondbacks like to manufacture runs, to use an old-school uh, non-analytics term. But they are very much the type of team that is is looking to play lower-scoring games. The Rangers, uh, six of their seven games against the Astros, hit the over. So it'll be a clash of styles offensively. And then it'll really come down to how well these managers can manage their arms. I think that it'll be a lot of strategic when do we want to take the starter out? How many innings do we dare let him go? Because they both have bullpen concerns 
And if you see a series where the starters get knocked around early, we could be getting into some of the depth, which is a lot shakier. Brennan Adalas Garcia had an incredible ALCS with 15 RBI, but now he's the betting favorite in the World Series to be MVP, and you guys have been taking a ton of bets on him. Are you a little bit surprised by that? Because we discussed this yesterday or two days ago, and we thought maybe a Jordan Montgomery, a Nathan Evaldi, some of the pitchers who are longer odds would be one that's a little bit favorable simply based on the way the game works out and how much credit they could potentially get for a victory. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned the pitchers. We we really don't see that much action on pitchers. Historically, those guys will have to have two outstanding starts, and if it goes seven games, they might have to pitch in a third. I think with offensive players, they just get more opportunities to shine. And with the series Garcia just had, we had a pretty long discussion about whether we wanted to make him the favorite or Seager the favorite. I do think that there's some regression due for Garcia, but the way he's swinging right now, it's hard to not make him the favorite knowing that everybody's going to be piling in on him. Straight from the DraftKings trading floor, Brennan White, DraftKings U.S. trading team lead. Okay, let's get to, we're going to kick off week eight in Buffalo. And and you mentioned it in your notes, big story tonight, if the Bills can turn it around. Curious, do you think you're going to touch 10 and will there be immediate buyback on Tampa Bay if you do? Let's, let's start here. Where did you open? And then let's get into that. Will we see doubles tonight, do you think? Yeah, that, that is the question. Um, I believe we opened at eight and a half. I think that you will see tens on the board. I don't think we will be one of those tens. Um, the bills have looked pretty shaky since they lost Matt Milano in London. Also with white injured this week, we're not going to get Dawson Knox. Um, I think that we think that this spread should not be a 10. However, this is definitely a good opportunity for the bills to turn things around. They're looking at a team that's put up six and 13 points the last two weeks. It's a get right spot for their defense. And the offense really hasn't been all that bad. I do think that if they want to cover Josh Allen is going to have to protect the ball. He's got 10 turnovers this season. Tampa Bay has 13 takeaways. That's tied for third most of the league. If he can take care of the ball and that offense can, you know, really get the ball in Diggs' hands with, without Knox there, Maybe you'll see some some deep shots to Gabe Davis. I think they have a chance to make this not competitive. But on the flip side, we're really looking at a game where the defense could continue to struggle with those injuries. Tampa can move the ball relatively well. Baker Mayfield's having a decent season. And the public believes that the Bills are going to win to an extent that I'm surprised by. If you look at our line right now at nine and a half, it's what we would have made the preseason line. And I think based on these two teams' performances so far this year, you would have expected that line to shrink a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. But with the Bills currently struggling to the extent that they are, I do wonder if they regret not taking their bye after the London game, which was league-mandated before this season, and if they're in a spot now where they're just trying to get healthy. Brendan, I want you to expand upon what you just said about the preseason number to the one that you have currently and kind of clue people in on what kind of adjustments, whether it be injury-based, performance-based, that you guys come to on a conclusion and also how you factor Tampa in, who really hasn't been overwhelming the last few weeks. Yeah, so when we go up with our week one games the day the schedule comes out, we have to make a lot of assumptions about who's going to be the starting quarterback for some teams, how those offenses are going to look, uh, you know, what that sort of matchup will look like when it comes around. And we use those week one projections actually to price out spreads for every single game of the season, which is quite a challenge. And I believe we had this game at nine and a half when we went up months ago. Um, and it really came down to a question of, will the bills sort of continue the the high performance that they've had the past couple of seasons and what will Tampa look like without Brady with Baker at QB? I think to some extent you'd expect that the bucks are having kind of the season people expected they're middling their offense is Okay. Although they certainly have not looked great the last couple of weeks, the run defense is kind of middle of the road. Their pass defense is a little bit below average. I think that this really comes down to if you think the bills are, performing below what they're capable of, or if this really is the regression that we've been looking at the last couple of years, and this is kind of the new normal for them. 
New betters, Brennan White, joining us from the trading floor there at DraftKings. New betters often fall into the trap, and I'll call it a trap, of finding big favorites on the NFL board, taking the money line, and parlaying them. You have a great note. Not only is Buffalo kicking off Thursday night a minus $5 favorite, how about we continue, Mr. Brennan? You've got the Chargers. They're eight-and-a-half-point favorites. They're big-time favorites on the money line. And then Monday Night Football, Detroit hosting Vegas. They're going to be big-time favorites on the money line. You could see a lot of those three-teamers as far as the money line parlays with the big favorites in primetime. Absolutely. We are expecting a significant amount of liability on that three-team money line parlay. Also, we were at eight and a half, nine on the bills for a while. So those six, seven point teasers getting you below the key number of three, we're just going to really need one of these underdogs to win in these primetime games. If you see Buffalo roll tonight, the Chargers take care of business on Sunday night. We will really, really be hoping that the, uh, the hometown Raiders can get it done against the Lions. Um, it is a unique situation. It doesn't happen very often, but when it does, we have a clear rooting interest. Brennan, I know Patrick's going to be happy to hear this. You guys took a large wager on the Carolina Panthers on the money line. He actually had, when we do our small, medium, and uh, big dogs, he was one of his dogs that he liked in this weekend. Uh, what did you guys take on the wager here, and are you a little bit surprised by this bet? Yeah, a little bit surprised, given they haven't been able to win a game yet. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we took the biggest bet of the entire NFL season, if we're just talking about a single wager. Um, we are looking at a situation where, you know, they're, they're at home, they're off the bye. They've got Thomas Brown calling plays. Now he's kind of from the McVeigh coaching tree. I expect that you'll see a lot more pre-snap motion, a lot more easy throws for Bryce young. And yeah, it'll be kind of their true test of, of whether they are the worst team in the league. I think if they lose this game, then they're looking at a situation where they're going to end up with the number one pick, even though they don't have their pick this year. So bears fans will be happy. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be rooting against them this week. Although I do think they're very live as a dog here. How about the early returns so far? Of course, the NBA season officially underway, Brennan, just kind of the early returns there at DK as far as betting interests so far. Yeah, betting interest has been great. Um, I think we've got some really unique storylines coming into the season. Obviously, Victor Weminyama's debut last night kind of didn't go as I think he or the Spurs would have hoped. But in the fourth quarter, he really showed what makes him electric, what makes him fun to watch. There's a lot of interesting you know, pieces uh, of things for fans of all different teams or just the league in general to look at as the season starts. And we've seen a, a pretty big uptick compared to last year in interest, both on our futures markets and yesterday, the kind of first big slate of NBA games. So very pleased with that. I think that you'll see that continue as the season progresses. Obviously the league has an initiative now where they want the regular season to mean more. I think you might see a little bit less of stars being rested, um, that load management and, and with the mid season tournament as well, I think that some of those games might draw more interest than they would in previous years. Brendan, do you expect, I was just going to say real quickly, do you expect yeah. it to generate more handle with this midseason tournament? Because we were kind of baffled by it ourselves. Yeah, you know, it's yet to be seen. It obviously can't hurt. Um, I think that the tournament itself will draw interest. The league has placed it kind of in a part of the sports calendar where they are the focal point. They get to play the games out in Vegas. So I think that the games uh, themselves towards the finals will be popular, but yeah, it'll, we're, we're waiting to see how much impact it has on a day-to-day -day basis. Okay, Brennan, big night for you kicking off week eight NFL Buffalo go over to DraftKings. Will we touch 10? Make sure you monitor Brennan White DraftKings US trading team lead. You can find Brennan on Twitter at Brennan White 14. Thank you, Brennan. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks as always, guys. Talk next week. Thank okay. you. Great job, as always, from Mr. White. And Dustin's got a couple of surprises up his sleeve when we come back. The NFL news you need with three-point stance. It is Sharp Money. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. 
Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's chill mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great too. With thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty System for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, time to tell you about Zen Nicotine Pouches. We're always debating number one, but Zen Nicotine Pouches are already there. It's helped millions of people achieve lasting change, earning the title of America's number one nicotine pouch. Find your Zen at your local convenience store or online at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. As a warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. We're back. Kamal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, live in Las Vegas, downtown at the D. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. We bring in Somebody we've been reading for a long time at the Sporting News, college football writer Bill Bender. He's got a bunch of plays for you on the docket this week over at Sporting News. But I'll ask you, first off, welcome, Bill. Thank you so much. And I'll I'll start with the big conversation piece around college football right now. And you wrote about this at the Sporting News. So I'll ask you the question. Do you think Michigan is punished for the sign ceiling scandal before the end of 2023? Maybe by the big 10 would be my pick of the three. It won't be the NCAA. We know how long they take. I mean, it took them six years on Kansas. It won't be the college football playoff because they're kind of their own thing, right? Their mission is to take the four very best teams on the field. Bill Hancock has said that he told that to the athletic. Um, So I think the big 10, if the big 10 punishes them and then what that punishment is. And I've been kind of openly asking this question all day. Do you want Michigan punished and JJ McCarthy and the Heisman front runner? Or do you want Jim Harbaugh punished? I think the answer is the latter. Bill, when you look around college football and talking to people and coaches involved, do you think this is viewed as a big deal? Maybe it's something that the media is hyping up. How do you see it being viewed within co- college circles? Well, it depends on what part of the time. I live in Columbus, man. So uh, <laughs> the, the bubble here is it's a little bit different reaction here than there is, say, in Tuscaloosa. I don't know. Um, 
you know, because if you ask some SEC writers and people that have been around that side of the country, they, they act like that's Tuesday morning. Um, in this part of the country, the Big Ten with its, you know, its moral, you know how it does that, that conference does that. I think it's a much bigger deal here because of the methods that it was obtained by. If it was just doing it on the field, and I've been saying this all week as well, if I'm just stealing a play off your sandwich board and you're going to sit there for 15 seconds before the snap, I'm taking that all day. But it's because of the way that they did it and illegally scouted opponents. And that's a separate conversation. I still think it's a dumb rule, but they broke the rule. Bill Bender joining us, Sporting News. All right, let's get into some of these plays. Bill's got a bunch over at Sporting News. You can find Bill on Twitter, at BillBender92. One of them, you're going to lay the four with Louisville hosting Duke. We've talked about the injuries, potentially Riley Leonard, will he or won't he, uh, Jawar Jordan, the running back there for Louisville, but you're going to lay it with Louisville. I'm nervous about it because Riley Leonard, if he doesn't play, then I'll feel a little more comfortable I like Louisville's run defense. I like Louisville at home. I like Louisville. I know what happened with Pitt, but that's the ACC. It's kind of like golf. You get one, well, golf with me, maybe more, but uh, uh, you get a mulligan. I'm going to give them a mulligan for Pitt. And uh, I think that the the Cardinals win that one at home. And if you're going to take them, you might as well take them to win by a touchdown. Oklahoma's on the road, Bill, this weekend against Kansas here. Uh, this is an important opportunity here for Brent Venable's team. How do you see this game in Lawrence? I think they got their scare last week, the, the scare of playing against a good uh, UCF team that nearly got them with that two-point conversion. And you see that in November. as we get into November. Some teams will tighten up a little bit. Uh, Jason Bean starting for Kansas. He's more than capable. He's played a lot of football. But I think the Sooners show that you know, they're going to be all right, and they uh, end up winning big in that one. Let's talk about you're going to lay it with USC on the road at Cal. Before we get into the game and the matchup, um, let's just talk about USC in general. I'm in, I'm in Los Angeles, Bill, so there's a lot of conversation around the coach, obviously, and he's kind of a clandestine with the way he handles the media. Like, he hasn't been talking much this week. Of course, I'm talking Lincoln Riley. And then also, let's talk about the quarterback and Caleb Williams. Just an overview on USC. Well, I mean, their season kind of got off the rails here with the Notre Dame loss, the turnovers there, and then again with... Uh, you know, last week's loss at Utah, where you can't trust the defense. Now, we've been told that uh, Lincoln Riley has pneumonia, and the people I know uh, have confirmed that. So, yeah, he okay. missed a couple days because of that. I think the accountability with the players is a different issue. I mean, I'll tell it to you from this way. Like, shielding them from the media afterward isn't the right play. I was at Ohio State, Penn State last week. I watched Drew Aller nearly break down in tears. But he, he, he took the questions, right? And he composed himself as the interview went on. And I think you give an 18- to 22-year-old quarterback more by doing that than uh, shielding them from the media after a loss. That's just a personal take. Bill, you got to play on the Indiana-Penn State game. But before you get into that, just give me your assessment on where Penn State is as a program as they look to ascend over Michigan and Ohio State. Because based on what we saw on the field on third down last week, they look like they're further than the State College way to Columbus from catching the Buckeyes or Michigan right now. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be frustrating. You know, 18 out of 22 games where they've lost to Ohio State, the the record, um, they were pretty even teams last week, too. Penn State's got a really good defense. Drew Aller, I mentioned him, he struggled. They, they were one of 16 on third down. Um, didn't run the ball really well. Had some curious third down play calls. And at the end of the day in that game, I mean, the difference, we all saw it. Uh, Marvin Harrison was on one side. He was on the Ohio State jersey. And uh, he's really good. And he made the plays that made the difference. So, yeah, I mean, they can still beat Michigan and, and force a three-way tie in the Big Ten. But this – and I think in a 12-team setup, there'll be a playoff regular. So, I'm not saying fire James Franklin. But I know that frustration – of losing to Ohio State is real. The good news, they're not going to play them every year in the 18-20. Big Ten, 18, 20. I'm losing count. They do have 18 teams next year. <laughs> Might be 20 the year after. Might be 30. Bill Bender, Sporting <laughs> News. Uh, you, you, 
You, you mentioned James Franklin. Uh, I've kind of got a bugaboo for the guy. I want to ask you, how do you find him? Uh, you, you were there. You've covered him for a while now. Do you find Franklin as an authentic coach to cover? I think he does a good job of recruiting. I think he's done a masterful job of that program. His viral moments go viral, like, right? Like, and he may rub some people the wrong way. My experience with him, I, I was there a couple of years ago and did a feature on Trace McSorley, and they were – they opened their doors and they gave me everything I wanted. So can't complain there. Uh, you know, and as for last week, he was pretty measured afterwards. There was no meltdown. There was no ABC. I mean, I thought he was pretty measured in his comments and Olu Fashano was, and I mentioned how emotional Aller was, but I actually kind of liked that because that shows that that kid cares. And um, it wasn't like he was crying because he was a baby. He was, he was emotional because he wanted to win that game for his seniors and he's an Ohio kid. So I think he's got that program on the right foot, but I can see it's just like those moments that you're talking about they tend to go viral pretty quick. BYU's taking on Texas. This is an interesting matchup. No Quinn Ewers for the Longhorns here. Keaton Slovis with a ton of experience. Kalani Sataki's team sitting at 5-2. and two. Are they in a position, they're a 17.5-point dog. Um, tell me how you see the game with the number, but also is it possible that they could go into Austin and pull out an outright upset? They could. They, they could. And um, the entry here is obviously with Texas's quarterbacks. Malik Murphy will get first snap. Arch Manning, I did not realize till I, you know, and it goes over your head sometimes when you cover everybody that he has not taken a snap this year. So that would, wouldn't that be interesting if Malik Murphy comes out and struggles and uh, then Arch Manning comes in. Boy, I can tell you where the uh, internet attention, Jim Harbaugh probably wants that to happen uh, because I know where all the internet attention will go. Uh, so I, I think BYU can win that game. I'm a little cautious, so I'll watch them get blown out by TCU on the road. They've struggled on the road in some of these Big 12 games. I think uh, Texas wins, but it might be a little tighter than expect. I mean, Malik Murphy's only thrown eight passes this season. Just one minute left, and you just mentioned Harbaugh, so I'm going to do it to you, uh, Bill. I'm going to ask you, how do you find covering uh -oh. Harbaugh? He's, he's eccentric, but so am I, so I don't mind it. Like, I'm a little bit weird in some different ways. He, uh, is very combative, and I think that's why he's running into some of the problems he is now. But I will say this. You don't hear his former players complaining about him much. I think he's a wonderful football coach, does a good job. I mean, I've listened to Jake Butt this week. Um, tough to deal with at times, not going to lie, but an excellent football coach. And given the hand he was dealt when he came to Michigan and where they are now, I still think a lot of Michigan fans would take it. Eccentric is good, Bill. Don't, don't ever yeah. apologize for eccentricities. That's great. You can be read over at the Sporting News and be found on Twitter <laughs> at BillBender92. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate you. Anytime. You guys are always a blast to talk to. Thanks so much for having me. Take care. Thank you, yeah. Bill. I was going to ask him, Dustin, isn't he from Michigan? I thought he was from originally from Michigan. He's in Columbus he's, now. I think he's an Ohio grad, like Ohio. Can you text him yes, for me? I will. Say, by, the host thinks you're from Michigan. For some reason, I think he's from Michigan, though lives in Columbus now, so he's a traitor, if that's the case. We'll come back and have that answer. Also, got an update on James Harden and the Philadelphia 76ers. They make their debut tonight in Milwaukee. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. 
Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.